Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Hello again guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening or good night. My name is Thomas and welcome to another episode of The Broadcast Podcast. And joining me as always is my bro and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan. Hello everyone, welcome back to The Broadcast. It is I, it is he, it is me, Alan. Tom, how are you today? Bro, I'm going good. It's been a busy work week and it's Friday here in Australia and I thought with uh, the shock that the wrestling world had uh, a couple of days ago with the passing of one of my absolute favourite wrestlers of the Attitude Era, especially his time in WCW, the late Scott Hall passed away, I believe it was on uh, Monday, but I think for Australia, I think with the time difference, I think it may have been our morning, I think, or the Sunday night, but yeah. Yeah. Bit of a bit of a shock at that one. We didn't. There was a a tweet that was put up. Um, I remember seeing first thing in the morning and sending to our wrestling chat that Scott Hall had suffered not one, not two, but three heart attacks. Mm. And once you hear something like that, you're like, I. It's in the back of your head. You're like, there's no coming back after that. There's a hope, and there's always a glimmer of hope that hopefully that he will, you know, kick out of two and it sadly didn't happen so then later on uh, Kevin Nash put up a tweet uh, I think it was or an Instagram post sorry pretty much telling us the fans of Scott Hall and the wrestling community that as soon as his family arrives they're going to decide to turn off the machines and Scott will pass away and go to a better place but it reading that I was uh, I think it was our Monday I think I was sorry yeah it was our Monday and um, I think we all around the world right at that time for us down here in Australia sorry was our public holiday we, we scored a public holiday on that day and just just reading that was very tear-jerking very upsetting and then knowing that even 12 maybe even 13 hours later that it was put up that you know he passed away in his sleep and no more pain so mm. that's why we are here tonight for you guys 
Well, that's right. So Alan actually sent a message to me a few days ago and said, hey, why don't we do a Scott Hall show? You know, why don't we actually choose a match each, you know, from the WWE Network and we'll pull up some of his classic matches from, you know, WCW and WWF and, you know, the WWE and maybe we could just choose one each and just, you know, sit back and enjoy the, the talent that he was and what he actually brought to the squared circle. And so we've actually chosen a match each. Um, but before we actually announce what those matches will be, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two of our um, podcast brethren and sisters. Check these guys out. Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. Well, hello there. My name is Ryan, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, Vinny. And we are the hosts of the Front Face Lock Podcast. We are brought to you in part by Lucky 13 Beard Company. You can find them at Lucky13BeardCO.com or on Twitter at Lucky13BeardCO. Here at the Front Face Lock Podcast, we drink... We watch old wrestling pay-per-views, and we give our twisted, drunken views on what we are watching. And sometimes, for no reason, we'll go off on a drunken rant about whatever's on our mind. You can find us at anchor.fm slash Podcast, or anywhere else you can find a podcast. Instagram and Facebook at Podcast and Twitter at FrontFaceLock. If there's anything you want to hear, you can email us at FrontFaceLockPodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, we are back. And, Alan, should I announce our first match? This is your personal choice, isn't it? Yeah, so this is actually one of my kind of early memories of – because, again, we got into wrestling in the middle of 1998. So I kind of got into the point where Hall was already a part of the NWO. The team has already been around for nearly two years. And this was one of the first WCW uh, VHS tapes I actually rented from our local Blockbuster video. And I'm actually talking about Uncensored 1998. Uh, this is Scott Hall versus Sting for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Scott Hall had won the previous November's World War Three from 1997, which we actually covered in the TBK vault. And tonight here on March 15th, uh, 1998, he's actually taking on Sting for the World Championship. That is correct. And uh, you guys can go back into the, uh, to the abyss of the former late, late, late episodes of the broadcast. And I believe that's the episode where um, you wanted to talk about Kurosawa, and all I wanted to do was talk about Pinhead Pete. Yes, it's one of the classic stories of when we sometimes go off track during an actual matchup and start talking about random things. The next thing you know, you've talked through maybe two or three matches. But, um, well, and that's, you were very friendly we of that. You were very friendly. You could have told me to shut the F up and say, I want to talk about Kurosawa. But uh, no, I wanted to talk about Pinhead Pete. And uh, you were just like, well, the match is over, El. Uh, let's move on. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. Talk about SpongeBob character. Shit. So, yes. And it's also been a TBK uh, moment. I think it's like a four-minute moment because, again, it was a whole matchup between Kurosawa and uh, Road Warrior Hawk, I think, for memory. I think so. I, I wasn't really watching. I was talking about, no, this is Patrick. 
bit of SpongeBob, bit of SpongeBob action for you people out there. All right, guys. So if you have the WWE Network, load up. Um, so click on the in-ring section, go down to WCW pay-per-views, and then scroll down to Uncensored 1998. And we're actually on the two-hour, one-minute exactly mark. So if you just click the yes. whole Sting match, it, you'll hear the ring bell digging. Uh, as again, if you haven't checked out this show, the broadcast is a watch-along podcast. So we watch uh, previous events from the likes of the World Wrestling Federation, WWE, ECW, TNA. Uh, we've got some AEW planned for later on in the year. Uh, but again as tonight is we're just simply focusing on the life and times of scott hall so i'm ready on my side else so could you give us our countdown all right peeps let's get ready to watch in five four three two one w o Hear the voices of Iron Mike Tanay and Tony Chavante. And I think from oh. memory, the main event of this pay-per-view, I think, was Macho Man and Hogan, I think. No, the, main, the main event for tonight is the US title. It's Sting and Bret Hart. But I think that was taken from something else, wasn't it? Because Sting's in red face paint. Yeah. Yeah, tomato face Sting. And look and, at this uh, shot here, yeah, eh? Got, Both these guys yes. are passed on. Yes. The American Dream Dusty Rhodes, who had turned his back on WCW and Jim, Cro Jim Crocker Promotions to join up with the enemy of the NWO. Walking out here with Scott Hall. Service thing is dead. What's your view on Dusty being in the NWO? I don't, I didn't like it. I didn't. Yeah. Dusty's always the the good guy, the American man, the man who uh, he he never get he went against the company. He was a company man, you know. And all of a sudden, he's joined up with the enemy of the NWO. And I don't think it lasted very long, did it? I think he. No, uh, from memory, it didn't. No. Yeah. It's really cool that he just had Scott Hall throwing up the six digits on his uh both his hands. There's a shout out there to. Six Puck, who was actually injured. Yes. So X Puck was actually like, I think, bound for WWE within the next, what, two weeks. He returned back to WWE the night after WrestleMania um, to form the new DX along with the Outlaws and Triple H in China. Yes, the two big things happened on that night. If people remember the new forming of the DX and the Austin era definitely began that very night. Yeah. Yes, it happened on WrestleMania, but the night after was enormous I think he was also given the new championship too the winged eagle was retired that same night yeah that's right Sting the man it's is crazy still to think going this, today just about to say you know crazy to think he's still going today jumping off balconies into tables onto young talent I salute you <laughs> sir One of my Hardy favorite Rose. championship belts there. I know, that title. So good. Dun, dun, dun. I do love Sting's uh, theme song. Always wanted to get a Sting mask back in the day. Mm. Do you think AEW sells Sting masks? I don't, I don't think I've ever seen them in the crowd. 
Uh, they probably, I reckon they probably don't. Oh, good question. They probably do. Like, I don't know if WWE has a trademark on it, but you think they could do a modified version of it? Yeah, they could. They could. And here we go. Oh, look at Scott. I love. I just belt. love. But look at this shot, though. Look at that. It yeah. suits him. Yeah. I would have loved just give it to me one time. And he's the one thing he never won any of the heavyweight championships in either company, yeah. did he? No, he did not. Oh, kicking the guts. Hall doing the overselling here. So good. Selling the movers. Yes. Here we go. Go out, reassess. All right, what are we doing, Dusty? <laughs> what, look, you need to calm down. You, must, <laughs> you need to hear him. He's opening his fist. He's doing a, a closed fist. None of that. Here we go. And just thinking of like this exact Scott Hall figurine I actually had. Um, you did? Yes. When I was, I was over at Mum and Dad's house a couple of weeks ago, and Jack was going through some of the uh, the current WWE toys that our younger brother collects, and I found my yes. old tub, and there's my classic Wolfpack Scott Hall figurine, still with the vest on. Love it. Same with um, the Kevin Nash that came with Rey Mysterio, mm. and you could actually have the powerbomb, sort of the switch in the, ba- in the back of, of uh, Kevin Nash, and it actually makes him do the powerbomb action. Test your strength here. Oh, poking the eye. Didn't I? So good. The punches. I love the Scott Hall's punches. Well, did you, like, even, like, since the passing of Hall this week, I've seen so many, like, positive stories come out on social media. The one that popped out for me recently was um The Rock. Actually came out and did a post talking about how he innovated a lot of his style off Scott Hall. And have a look when when you, when you see Scott throw these rights, it's very similar to the Rock's punches because the yes, Rock used a lot of that from the Razor Ramon gimmick that he had. Him, uh, we, sorry, we just saw Scott hit a one um, choke slam onto Sting and then got up and started doing the taunt of the giant. And this crowd is hot. This they are definitely. I, in a way, oh jeez, the overs. Look at oh. that! <laughs> That's awesome. Look at Dusty. All right, just let me adjust first. And what are we doing? They fix my jeans. Dusty with the hat on backwards too. Yeah, he's he's trying to be that cool uncle. If you go over there and punch your brother in the head really hard, I'll give you five dollars. I can't dust, no problem. <laughs> and that's the thing too, like you know, I grew up with Scott Hall as a heel. Because I kinda never really saw him as a face, because the years that we watched oh. in the WCW time, you know, he wasn't a good guy for a lot of it. You know, most of his, you know, WWE tenure he was a face. But when I got into him, it was this guy, this crafty heel, you know, this guy working with the NWO and Nash. And yes, we saw the decline in his 99 years. But, you know, at this time period, I'm like, God, this guy's awesome. You know, he oozes that cool, this macho style. I'm like, this is the guy I'm watching. And this was the one I fell in love with when I first got into WCW. This is the guy I wanted to check out. He's a heel that you love to hate but you also love to see him wrestle. 
Mm. Like he is. Oh, discus punch nice. right there in the mush. And you can actually see in the crowd some of the maneuvers that Scott is doing. They're popping. They're getting loud. Mm. I mean, yes, mm. this thing is the face. Um, sorry, and Scott Hall here is the heel, but he just oozes that machismo, the heelness. Oh, look at this. This is really classic fall razor days, too, the old fall away slam. Yes. Yes. What did I say the other day that someone put up the uh, the WWE Raw video game and Scott Hall telling you how to play the control? Like, if you want to do the fall away slam, you do this button and it's like press D press and A. Button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Press the buttons like that, man. Very cool. And again, when you look at the, he was in very much a lot of video games. We're talking like the early WWF games. WCW games, World Tour, NWO, WCW versus NWO. I would say majority. Watch out, watch out. Ooh. Head to the dick. Head to the dick. And you could almost yeah. say, like, that's not a DQ because it was like he didn't do it on purpose because he was actually no, was... selling being the move done to him earlier. Correct. Yeah, and as you said, he was in lots of the games, like the original WrestleMania games, the old Roar's War yes. games, NWO, the Revenge yes. games, possibly Mayhem. I don't know about Backstage Assault, but um, yeah, those old 64 ones, he definitely was there. Uh, I would imagine he was in the last WCW game, and that was the um, Backdoor Assault. Backdoor Assault? <laughs> Look at the pr- it's like he's back, sorry, back. It's like he's prancing. Look at him prancing. Prancing goes dusty. Yeah, he's going to hit that bionic elbow. Oh. One, two, three. Wins the championship. <laughs> Look at the ref. Yeah, sorry, Did it wasn't you... backdoor assault. It was backed stage assault. Oh. So good. My God. Just realised, too, that's the referee that also passed away. Uh, yes. Oh, look at the slaps in the head. Yeah, he passed away, I believe, when Jericho was there. I think in the early 2000s, I believe. Forgot his name, though, but I remember he also passed away. Okay. Not Pee Wee, is it? No. Look at these no, punches. Look, here we go. <sighs> Still does awesome. this today, too. Oh. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, Stinger Slash. Onto the back. Clothesline. Here we go. Watch Dusty. Watch Dusty. Oh. <laughs> I told you, get out of here. Ref! Oh, ref bump, ref bump. Ref died. Referee died. <laughs> Referee dead. Curtis. We're going to throw oh, it's an Mar- uh, Yeah, it's Referee Mark Curtis. 
Oh, he got him up yeah. really well, like Brock Lesnar picking up Charles. Ooh, oh, my God. Nux. Brock's Nux. We've got a new champion. Come on, ref. We've got a new champion. Come on, ref. One, two. Is he still wearing him? I think you got to take him off Machismo, quick. Look at the crowd loving it, too. Look yes. at him. That gentleman there in the cream shirt is uh, losing his mind. Love it. <laughs> he kicked that out. It's funny because it was a real switch because when he put him in the death lock, people were actually booing it. So it's like they really are torn in this matchup. Yes. Well, well there's nothing when you come to a pay-per-view and you see a, cha- a championship change. Here we go. Oh. Scorpion death drop. Oh, oh got him. Count it. NDT. That's it. Great, great Good match. Night. Oh. That's a Sting good stare down champ. there, too. I like that. That's yes. a good stare down they had. He dropped it. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I'll take my shirt off. Gentlemen, great matchup. Very good. The Stinger wins. Look, it was a good matchup. Sting stole for Hall. Hall sold for Sting. Great story. Continue Sting's reign. Hall went out. I reckon strongly though. He lost the match, but he still presented yes. a very good challenge and. I think it was also what? rare, too, how many times that Hall even got a title shot. It was quite rare. <laughs> the referee, the eyes rolling in the back of his head. Here we go. Nearly had the outsider's edge, but not. Great counter. Look at the ref. He's got it. He's like getting <laughs> ultimate warrior style there. And the crowd goes wild. And suck it! And there we Very go, nice. guys. Alright, guys, so we're going to actually hit pause on that one. So that, again, was my choice. And again, as I touched on during the matchup, you know, that match between Sting and Hall was one of my earliest memories of actually seeing him compete for the World Championship. Um, I remember his other title match that he had at Super Brawl, I believe it was 2000, where he took on Sid Vicious and Jeff Jarrett. Uh, for the world championship, but again, never was able to be successful into that. Uh, before we actually kick into Alan's matchup, I want to give a shout out to another great wrestling podcast. Check these guys out. What's up, y'all? This is Jay from the Get Joe Podcast. We're a group of four Filipino dudes from the Chicagoland area who simply loves wrestling. With our podcast, we call things how we see it, and we do it in an entertaining fashion. We, we're critical of the things that we don't like. We applaud the things that we like. We have plenty of heated discussions. We have a sweaty session every week. And we make damn sure that there are a lot of get-show moments in each show. If you don't know what that is, remember Dolph Ziggler? It should have been me. Man, if you don't get your wannabe telenovela actor looking ass out here, that's what get-show is. You'll be leaving each show with a bunch of laughs. Follow us every week on all podcast platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Get Your Podcast. Give us a try.
This is Brian H. Waters here, one half of the wrestling realm. As we celebrate our 10th anniversary, we invite you to join in the celebration by subscribing to our YouTube channel. That's going to youtube.com slash the wrestling realm, realm spelt with a W. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Wrestling Realm. Like the fan page on Facebook at The Wrestling Realm. And last but certainly not least, find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora Podcast, and Anchor at The Wrestling Realm. This is Brian H. Waters signing off. Back to the Broadcast Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back, and it's now time for match number two. And Alan, what's your choice tonight? Yes, that's right, guys. We are going back to 1994, and we are going to WrestleMania 10, and we are watching the ladder match between Razor Ramon and and Shawn Michaels for the Intercontinental Championship. Not one, but two championships on the line. This is a epic match. This is one of my personal faves. Again, I think people, a lot of people back in the day, especially I've heard the Hardys do interviews about this is something they've never seen before. You never saw a ladder match in, I would say, maybe WWE. Uh, at this uh, WWF at this time, but maybe around the world was like, actually, we're bringing, you know, let's hang two championship belts from off the top or one belt, whatever, and let's bring in a ladder and you must climb to the top and retrieve those belts or belt. And now, still today, it's still going strong. We still have ladder matches, but we also have the money in the bank matches. And we have this match, I believe, to give thanks to because Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels are white hot here. They are going hardcore in this match. And they, Razor is definitely at this time the major face. And Michaels is that dead set heel. He is a, thinks he's a sexy boy, but he's a bad boy. Tom, are you ready? Yep, bro, I'm ready to go on my side. Can you give us our countdown? Fantastic. Okay, guys, get ready to press play in. Uh, just a reminder too, we are at the one hour, 53.46 mark. Just be ready to press play with us in five, four, three, two, one. Vince McMahon! Forget about it! This is Madison Square Garden, from memory. This is MSG. Yeah. No rules. And just, uh, that's what, one of your favorite versions of the IC title, eh? Yes, it is. <sighs> yes, I was a fan of the oval version, guys. You know, the Attitude yes. Era version is the one I kind of liked. And, you know, I can see the appeal to this one. I do like it, but I think I'm always a big fan of the original oval belt they had in the Attitude Era. Cute. I know I'm sexy. There are the looks. The no, he's coming the there with diesel on the back. Here he comes. This is the side my guys. Um, I saw Alan at the shops the other day rocking this look. You're over there at the Kmart walking around. 
Which one? The Shawn Michaels. The Shawn, or yeah, the the Shawn Michaels. The, the stripper gear. Yeah. I don't know what. There's interesting glasses, interesting earrings. No, guys, I don't wear this type of stuff. I'm very much a uh, the dad wear of the um, comfortable pair of shoes. Uh, no, every now and then a couple of pairs of good chino je- um, uh, shorts, and then occasionally I'll wear a nice little polo top. Dad gear, 2022. So say it's very close to golf gear. Yeah, well, I'm comfortable, you know. One day I'll, be, I'll start golfing. I'll probably have to give it a red hot go. Not like you over there. You wear the same three damn shirts all the time. Never wash your pants. Don't wash your ass properly. I don't know what you're doing over there. I only have one one pair of shoes, and that's the one with the holes in it and the dog shit. <laughs> I have two Next pairs of shoes. Boy. Yes, you do. I have a work pair, and I have the shit pair. <laughs> yeah, your shit pair. <laughs> Here we come. The machismo. Chinko. Reza Ramon. It's a great visual there, too, eh? Coming out of the tunnel. Hmm. What's up, man? Look at that gold. And that's where we've got Vince McMahon and Jerry Lawyer as the commentary team for tonight for WrestleMania 10. Going under that ladder. And I think one of the things you and I had a chat off mic, like talking about other ladder matches, there was actually only one before this, I believe, in WWE. It was done on the health show circuit, I think. And I think yes. it may have actually been Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. Excellent. Yeah. It's one of the only, yes. this was the actual first one on pay-per-view for WWF. Yes. And now it's pretty much, it's a thing that's always under the ring. Mm. Every single ring, every promotion, there's at least a uh, some type of ladder. Has he got double the toothpicks there? He's, got, he's going for double titles tonight. One for Michaels and one for Diesel. Just right in the eye, just bing. It's a bit much. Calm down. Oh, can't go right. Where's he going right for the eye? Jesus. Normally when he'd do it, he'd go for the chest, never the eye. Look at that visual. Look at that. Packed house. Oh, and he gives it right. That was Tony Chimmel. Yeah, it was. And just thinking, too, we've actually covered another ladder match in Madison Square Garden, which was the Rock and Triple H SummerSlam 1998 for the same belts, the same IC title as well. Yes, because in the opening package, we saw these gentlemen in it. Hmm. Three click members right here. All you needed was uh, Sean Waltman and Hunter Hearst Helmsley out there hanging out. Let's drop it cage and then we can all come in and have a cuddle. Yeah, I listened to a good documentary about that the other day and Hall talking about that how, you know, he didn't want to leave. You know, when he was actually, he wanted to just to get paid more money. Because, again, you know, you think of today's product, it's really about a lot of people get money from merchandise sales, T-shirts, hats, hoodies, where back in this time, you really didn't get paid a lot except your own salary. And he was saying all he wanted was a little bit of an increment, and Vince just said there's oh. no leeway to do that. We don't have a possibility to do that. 
And that's where he went outside and thought, oh, you know, I have a look what's over here and got a good offer. And the whole curtain call scenario was he actually lost that night against Hunter in the co-main and said to the live audience, um, you know, say goodbye to the bad guy. Yes. In front of the crowd. People like, oh, is he really going? And supposedly Vince pulled him aside behind the curtain and tried to offer him a new contract. And he's like, Vince, you had 90 days to offer it to me. You know, yep. I- I'm going and, you know, thanks, but it's a little bit too late. As we just saw in the previous match too, a few moments ago, uh, Razor, uh, Scott Hall, hitting the choke slam on Shawn Michaels, very similar to what he did to Sting. Yeah, I remember that was actually his move in one of the old, I think it was Revenge or World Tour, he used to do that. Yeah. Oh, Big Daddy Cool Diesel, the Super Shredder, clothesline. Jesus, leveled him. Leveled him. Like the cowboy vest he's got on. I know a, a couple of women out there that would love to have um, big, sex, big, sexy Kevin Nash standing them, standing over them like that. Might be a few fellas as well. I don't know any many fellas that would be happy for him to do. What's the referee? Do? The referee can't do shit. It's no disqualification. It's no rules. What? Is it Earl Hebner? Yes, it is. It's Earl Hebner. But there's no rules. It's because he wanted to be part of the clique, right? And they're like, you're too old. Get out of here, old man. <laughs> we'll see you in 1997. We'll help get rid of uh, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Bret Hart. But I noticed, too, Earl's actually not in the ring for the match. He's actually standing outside the ring. Well, that's what I think of a ladder match, is that the referee, oh, shit, doesn't need to be in the ring. Let the mm. two wrestlers, entertainers, perform and beat the shit out of each other. Oh, sure, Michaels. Spin a Rune up on that one. Ooh, up and over. Whopper, yeah, ooh. A whack a boom right there, Tom. Whack a boom. What the hell's that mean? Say it. What's that mean? Say it. Whack a boom. There we go. Good on you. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You got problems, mate. Holy shit, we got some concrete action. Oh. Nah, Michael's like, I don't want any of that business. Holy Jesus, that's a huge right hand. (laughs) Did you see? Goodness what gracious. Oh. Oh, shit. Look out. To the exposed concrete. Splat. Was ready to hit the race's edge and then splat onto the concrete. There's a shot of uh, Gorilla Monsoon doing uh, sitting on there. Yeah, I was trying to see who he was actually sitting next to. There. I don't know who that commentator was. Yeah. Shawn Michaels gingerly walking over to the ladder. Oh. So, like, not only choosing, you know, this matchup for, you know, the Scott Hall tribute, what is one of yes. your favourite ladder matches of all time? This one? This is a personal favourite. Um, yeah, okay, I'm just trying to think. Maybe it's the... Um, the TIT, 
the Terry Invitational Tournament uh, mm. between the Hardys and Edge Christian, with uh, was it Terry's uh, manual services on the line. Uh, look out! Look out! Oh! Yeah, there's one actually that you and I used to talk about that we I think we both agree was the Taker Jeff Hardy on Raw. My God! Mm, for the yeah. undisputed championship. And I think it holds it was the first time that The Undertaker had done a ladder match. Mm, I think so. Yeah. He had to go into Jeff Hardy's world and fight for the title. And that was cool. Mm. Um, I think another one probably back in the day is probably RVD and um, Jeff Hardy um, for the Hardcore Championship. Oh, that was SummerSlam 01. Yes. Mm, great matchup. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Alliance versus WWE in that one. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just... with the ladder here. This is very clever. Into the guts. This is one way oh, to get it. likes it. Good God. I want to do that to you oh, sometimes. Oh, here we go. I know you do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially Christmas time. When your stupid ass rocks up you know, to the um, Christmas uh, mum and dad's, just want to find the, the the closest ladder and just throw it at you. Move your, your wife and your kids away, because I love them. But when you come around, I'm just like, fucking ladder. Just, just you know why him. he wants to do it, guys? Is because last Christmas I decided to wear my hair out and I wore a cardigan. And he wasn't happy to see me, so... I'm never happy to see you. You're an idiot. Oh, oh hey, 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 hey. Yeah. This is meant to be a joyous one. This is meant to be a tribute to uh, Razor Ramon. You, and again, you're just making it about yourself. Disgusting. Yeah. Anyway, Michael's climbing to the top. Selfish Tom right here. Shut Watches the away. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Hang your head in shame. Razor stopping him. Oh, we're going to expose buttocks. Yep. When you jump off the ladder with your ass out. Sassy boy. <laughs> and do a really good elbow drop. He <laughs> definitely shows that Michael's probably was doing some manscaping on his uh, posterior there. It didn't look like a very much a, um, a hair crack. Not at all. Everyone was, everyone was doing a bit of a... Um, Watching there. Well, in the lead up to this, uh, in the yes, lead up to this match, I paused that for quite a bit and just really took say, it in to determine. So took it in. Sniff. I don't think he's got hair. Oh. Like me. <laughs> well, I can't grow it. <laughs> if I can't oh, have hair on my ass, oh, splash. We've seen that in so many WrestleMania packages. If I can't have hair, I have it on my face, says Tom. Mm, I actually started to get hair on my back the other day, and I'm like, what the hell is this thing? It's Mm. called being a man. Get over it. It's it's not just taking you 30 years, Tom, to get it. (laughs) Fuck's sake, you're nearly 40, and it's finally happening. Next, my voice will get deeper, and yeah. Hopefully, I'll get a bigger penis. <laughs> John uh, Michael's climbing the ladder, going for the championship belts. 
razor rocking, rocking. Oh. Ugh. The spit flying out of Shawn Michaels' mouth as he hits the rope. I was going to say something, but you, you would have just made fun of me, so I won't say it. No, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. No, that's what I said. It was a big goober, like a big goober of spit. So, yeah. What do you call it then? It was a big goober, that one there, else. I would have run in the ring and licked it up. What do you call it then? Spit. Ah, so like a, a big amount. Okay. Saliva. It's a big goober there, you got there, darling. Like what you've done. Fucking <laughs> pervert. Fuck you, man. Right, you are. Um, welcome to the broadcast. I'm Helen, and this is Goober. What's up, people? Fucking disgusting. What did no, you say it's disgusting? I just said it's a Goober. It's like a gob, a Goober of spit. Stop saying gob. Okay. He got that Goober from his gob. What about gobber? Can I say gobber? That sounds like, no, hey, Dale, it's birthday tomorrow. Can I get a gobber? Pretty British. <laughs> hey, Dale, oh. talk to Ben Stout. Can I get a gobber? What's your problem, mate? All right, well, I won't bring it up anymore then. Good. I'm glad you, I, I can't regret any of that asking you. Hey, go ahead, let's hear it. I told you that. I said you would make fun. That's all you want to mention. And I've regretted it. And I've regretted it. Let's move on. Let's hear Michael's. No, it's a ladder splat. At least Jesus. they fixed the. Uh, they put the padding back on. Thank goodness. Jesus, mate. Yeah, it is back. Look at that. Some ladies in behind there, jumping up and down. Go, Razor, go. Oh, where's he going? I want to. I want to kill him. Fucking Christmas. There, see. Harrison House, 2022. Fuck you! That's the Christmas tree right there. <laughs> what, walk in the door? Hi, Al. Bang! This fucking Christmas tree to the face. Again, I'll let your kids and your wife come through. And it's like... Oh, what's he doing you can here? Just imagine it. You'll be you'll be sitting there having a beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your wife, your partner goes, look, he's coming. Here you go, hold my beer. Grab a ladder out the back. You're waiting in the doorway, waiting. Come in, Mel, yep. come in. Kids, come in. Hey, go, hey, go. Bang into me. Yep, Christmas. Oh, no, it's not a ladder. It's a Christmas tree I'm picking up now. Oh, Jesus. Fell back on him. That's fantastic. Another mobile phone there. Is we've got a whole bunch of people with some old school cameras. Your Kodak cameras, your cameras with the flash. Yes, the old roll them back and get him what made it a chemist. Yes. Oh shit! In the face. Yeah. I just noticed that razor literally has a razor on his trunks. Very good, mm. Tom. We're very proud of you. No, because I thought he used to have uh, Razor Ramon written on the back. I didn't know there was actually razors on there. For Razor Ramon. Yep. Yep. You did good. Well done. If we were in person, I would be choking you. No, if we were in person, I'd slap you. Because you're Mm. a bitch. Here we go. Watch out! 
Oh, Jesus. And the ladder fell on Sean too. Jesus. Was that like a double axe handle he was trying to it do? Was, or? It was double axe Jeez. handle, very macho man style. Mm. Randy Savage. What a match! What a resume! Yes, thank you. Uh, thank you, Vinny Mac. What's your view of Vince McMahon on commentary? You like him? Yeah, he's all right. He's no J.R. and King. They're my personal faves. Um, yeah. He's no Tony Schiavone and Dusty Rhodes or Heenan. Or Scott Hudson, Mark Madden. They they <laughs> did what they could. They I like. They did what they could back then. They were given what they were given to work with. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh shit! Look at the height. I think they broke the ladder. I think it did snap. Actually, look at that that bar on the bottom left. Yep. Yep. Lawyer saying that the. Um, be careful. Yeah, you can see the beam on the left hand side. It's like it's not yes. touching the ground. Yeah. That was pretty much like a power slam off the... Mm. It was like Just a suplex, from... but, he, but he, he let go about halfway through. Oh. A drop kick into the ladder, making Razor fall. To make the, the things just perfect, if the ladder just decides just to fall back on Sean again. <laughs> he simply goes, oh, for fuck's sake. That would be funny. The Wiley Coyote cam. That's a crazy oh, camera. Shit. Look at that. Yep. Oh. Going that main streak now. Yep, I think they need a new ladder, guys. Come on, Earl. <laughs> you see Earl trying to get money out. Can't get it in. Oh! No. <laughs> trying to put it in. Sweet Chino. Off the ropes and into a super kick. I was going to say, this isn't the control your narrative. Super kicks are welcome here, but um, yeah. I saw that thing. I'm <laughs> going to read it. There was some yeah. mistakes in that son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Michael's saying, that's it. Yep. He stole his finisher. Stone, he's uh, in the old wrestling games here. This is called a. He's going to. Oh, no, wait a minute. Oh! What was it? If you had, um, what is it? Two two finishes, you could do steal a finisher. Yeah. Yep. Press the uh, yellow. No, was it triangle twice if you had a PlayStation? If you had uh, an Xbox, was press uh, Y twice. And I think on 64, if you held down A and B together, you would steal the finisher if you had a special. Mm. That's it. Sean going up, eh? Oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, here he goes. Awesome. Simple little things like this. Hmm. It's almost like a similar spot that Jeff Hardy would do, but he would do the leaping leg drop when he would go up and over. 
Yep. Mm. Oh, just set it up and like hit the whisper in the wind and like crash himself into the ladder and the opponent at the same time. Mm. Now that I'm thinking about it, probably one of my favorite ladder matches, it was actually a TLC. It was TLC4 that happened on SmackDown. Another one had Benmire and Jericho when they were tag team champs. That was a really good one. That had like, I think it was Edge and Christian Dudley's, I think, and somebody else. That was a classic. It was like a 40 minute SmackDown main event. Really, really good. But wasn't that the match with, um, where Hunter got hurt? It was against. No, so Hunter got hurt that, that, Hunter got hurt that week on Raw and they defended the belts on SmackDown. Yeah. Yes. Oh, what a great maneuver that was. She's literally shoulder tackled it. Shoulder tackled. Just shows that the big man has muscle. Sean's leg's stuck there. He's grabbing the ladder. Referee's just standing there. <laughs> Look at Earl. What? Huh? <laughs> Again, this time, all the heels were sticking together like glue. That's a. Oh, no, he got out. Thank goodness. It's a great way to break your ankle doing that type of maneuver. Oh, the arm got stuck. Come on, Razor. And falls. So good. good. Look at that. Look at the crowd. You have to stand up and give a round of applause for that, especially if you're there. That Mm. is a thing of... That was an awesome match. Very good. Razor Ramon. And I think from memory they rematched it actually at SummerSlam this same year. Same matchup, yes. but it was just for the one belt this time. Yeah. Eminence is slapping him in the neck. Get the fuck up. Come on. We're going to move. There's another match coming up. Jerry, um, Jerry the King Lawyer just shining over there with his with his king outfit on on the bottom oh, left yeah, corner. You, you, you can't miss him. <laughs> Just twinkling, just all the lights on him. Come on, yeah, climb up to the top rope. The infamous shot, eh? That was used yes. with his tribute this past week on Raw. They're all celebrating. <laughs> What's Earl doing? <laughs> I want to be part of this. I want to be part of the clique. All right there, guys. I think we'll hit it right there. Hey, Thomas? Yeah, happy to do so. Very good matchup. And I think from memory, was that really just one ladder the whole time? One ladder. Mm. Now with uh, all pretty much ladder matches these days, especially if it's WWE bound, it's always at least 12 to 13 to 15 ladders. Even if there's a pay-per-view, you know, the TLC ones, there's always ladders hanging up on the uh, in the structures for people to use and jump off on. So before we finish up, guys, I want to give a shout-out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. What's up, everybody? I am the hardest part of the ring, the host of the Apron Bump podcast. Ugh. Another wrestling podcast. How many times can I listen to fans tell me who needs a push, who doesn't need a push, who brings Vince's coffee these days? Enough! The Apron Bump 
is about the journey. It's about nostalgia. It's about discovering new forms of wrestling to really tickle your pickle as a wrestling fan. The podcast brings you reviews of wrestling events all over the world, whether it's WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW. We even cover the golden eras of Ring of Honor, Progress, TNA, and more promotions in the future as well. New episodes every Wednesday. Bump day, huh? Yeah? Go to apronbump.com or go to your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and subscribe today for the most diverse, fan-friendly wrestling podcast in the world. I'm hard. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out rogueenergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with the analog grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit TriumphChairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee develop coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers, creative developers, and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee. And lucky last is VictoriousEyewear.com. So Victorious Eyewear develop blue light blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused. Visiting uh, VictoriousEyewear.com and use the promo code BRO247 at checkout gets you 10% off. So again, shout out there to Victorious Eyewear, Player One Coffee, Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxie.com and Rogue Energy. All right, guys, we are back, and I went to Talent as what has been a great episode and a tribute to one of the greatest of all time, the late Razor Ramon, Scott Hall. Any uh, closing comments, Al, before we finish up? Uh, I'm very glad you agreed that we could probably come together, you and I. And I know that you're a big Scott Hall and a fan, and uh, myself as a Razor fan, uh, that we get to do a little homage to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and just saying right there in ourselves as people, as humans, that, uh, you, you know, Tomorrow's never really guaranteed so time. So for little moments like this, you know, be nice to each other. 
give your partner an extra hug, give your kids an extra hug. But just make sure to be positive in life. That's the main thing. And I say, we are on the show that Tom and I, you know, I do give Tom a lot of shit, but it's never in a malice way. I do not really want to take a ladder or a, a uh, Christmas tree to his face sometimes. But again, I hope everyone enjoyed this tribute show, and we'll see you guys soon. All right, guys, as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, all. Good night. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Classic TBK moment. What is it? What age is it? Icy balls. Ah. Yeah, ice cream bars. Yep, thank hey. you. We should do but a broadcast bar. What's a bro bar? Yeah. Broadcast no. bars. No. Made yeah. of laxative. <laughs> Full of shit. <laughs> Tom, what did you put in this? <laughs> Lots of laxatives. Because oh, I, I couldn't buy any more milk. <laughs> Lots of soy. <laughs> There's soy ones, lactose free, gluten free, dairy free, almond, rice.